in America's airport with clothing, US dollars and a jar of gypsy tears to protect me from AIDS. <laughs> Hello, my name is Borat. I'm uh, not American, I'm uh, new in town. Nice to meet you. Hello, nice to meet you. Hey, uh, what's your name? My name is Mind Your Own Fucking Business. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Oh, hello, nice to meet you. And my name is Borat. Seven, man. Nice to meet you. Yo, get the fuck out of here before I break your jaw, bro. Yo, okay. Shut the fuck off. Bro. Okay. You're fucking with the wrong one, man. Okay. Sorry. This is a Brooklyn bound A Express train. The next stop is Dykeman Street. This is a Manhattan bound B Express train. The next stop is Grand Street. This is a Brooklyn bound C. City dudes. What up, though? On the queue there. This is on the queue, ironically. Let's get it. So many puns can be had with your name. Did you, <sighs> were you born with that intention? No. No? No. Did your mom Did your just mom... like, this no, is my, consciously think. My uncle gave me my name, and I don't think he understood the power that he had. Your it's... uncle gave you the name that you have right now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> my family is very generous. You had asked me. I was like, well, how many titles can we have? Uh, Q in it. And With Q in it? You'd be yeah. surprised. It's seemingly an unlimited supply. Uh, we'll, and actually an unlimited supply, yes. We'll just throw right. another one. We'll figure that out. <clears throat> I'll figure it out. But he's Q, but yes. who are we? Well, let's go in reverse here. I'm Gil. <clears throat> I'm Ted. And uh, I'm, well, see, it doesn't work that way. Let's do it the right way. I'm, let's do I'm it the Gil. right way. You I'm forgot Q. who he was. I, no, I, I knew. It's just weird. It's just weird. <laughs> Alright, let's do this All right. the normal way. I'm Gil. I'm Q. And I'm Ted. And this yeah. is the City Dudes Podcast, episode 42. Yeah, we'll try Ooh. to change the format in All the right. 42nd episode. Alright, yeah. we're already in it. <laughs> that just felt better. You know? Yes. It did. It felt yes. right. Like it's like waking up and peeing. You? What? Huh? Yeah. Waking up and peeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. <laughs> Just I'll hear right. what he said on the on the playback. <laughs> it just feels right. Yeah, I have to pee a lot when I wake up. But how have you guys been? Ooh, this is gonna be a good episode. Start with Q. Let's start with Q. What's up, man? Really, my man. I got a new job. Ooh, let's go. Yes, yes. I I will be. Well, I'm not gonna say where I'm working. Don't. Yeah, I'm let's start clean. Let's, Gil let's hasn't stated right. where he's working yet. You haven't stated. I haven't stated. We all got new jobs. I did a bit telling everyone though that I do host a podcast, but I've only told one person what that podcast is. Oh, nice. uh, you got to you got to put your your trust circle and really oh, you know, sure. understand, especially with especially this with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. things that you said. How was that going? How was the interview process there? The interview process was cool. They had an open house. I went to that first. Uh, after I interviewed with the person, she was like, yo, I need you to interview at my store specifically. Mm. I was like, Psst, all right. And I got the job. I went to her store, interviewed, killed it. So without giving and putting names out there... Um, it's a place that you worked at. I've also. worked there. Yes, yes I yes. worked there before. Like yeah. that was one of nice. that was probably my second job in New York. And how'd you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't enjoy the hours because it was I had to wake up so early. But mm -hmm. um, it might be better for you, like the situation. I wake up early. I wake up yeah, early. Yeah, you I wake up early. Like Three o'clock every morning. And it's not in Long Island City, right? Like exactly. Yeah. It's right here in Manhattan. Well, not here. 
but, but it's in Manhattan. It's way closer. Yes, it is in Manhattan. I take one train. Mm-hmm. I am good. And how long does the train take? Like fifteen minutes. Ooh, that is that is, that is great. beautiful. Yeah. Fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. and that's not even express. That's local. I wow. Hit, I could hit the express and be there in five minutes. Yeah. Wow. So is it similar work? Like, yes, similar mm-hmm. work. But I have more work, which is a lot better mm-hmm. because you know I like to get lost in my work, and then my day just goes by fast. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. uh so much easier. Everything is like literally laid out for you. You could just go in, do your shit, mm-hmm. and bounce. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that after the podcast because I want to see specifically what you were doing. But did you pick a? Did you take a uh, pay cut? No, no. 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 I only, Let's go. I only even they, even yeah. they're congratulating I'm you. Not downgrade. Not mm-hmm. only upgrade. Nice. So, that was my week. Oh, and I downloaded Monster Hunter on PC. Please follow me at Rage Panda <laughs> on Steam. <laughs> plug in, plug in. My boy. All right. Well, I'll go okay, next. Okay. Yeah, um, so yeah. I've I've dove headfirst into my new job, and it's been quite quite an experience. Um, I, it's a, a lot of learning. You know um, what Gil means when he says it's been quite an experience. Well, yeah, coming from a job where I did jack shit and I just fucking you know <laughs> like, figuratively oh, jerked oh, off. Oh, you have to day. work now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Do your job. I, I sound like a fucking asshole saying it like that though. But now <laughs> I'm I'm the gears are fucking turning now in the brain so mm. you know the the cobwebs are being dusted out to say don't you like that don't you yeah. like the feeling of yes. actually having being to do something yeah challenge yes. you have to do something yes. new that's so fucking under yeah underrated, underrated. yeah underrated. especially yeah. too like uh, i had a situation in the job where i had to like present a mock situation um relevant to the job responsibilities that i would have so i was doing this in person the job is never going to be in person. It's always going to be on the phone talking mm-hmm. to people. I get pretty fucking nervous when I'm trying to impress people in person. And I fucking shat myself. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just, you know, sweating palms or fucking wait, spaghetti. Wait, 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 wait. You don't that. do that all the time, though. Sometimes you show up and, like, you really, like, impress yeah. people. But it's just people who know their shit. So if they know it and I'm trying to, like, impress by saying that I know this stuff also, mm-hmm. when reality, I'm just bullshitting it. You know, it's, uh, yeah. it's a bit difficult. Um, so, but then I, I did a complete 180. And did they you actually me, shit yourself? Um, <laughs> well, yeah, thankfully I was in the opposite corner. If I did, uh, they wouldn't have known. Honestly, okay, good, honestly uh, good, just good. let you know, if yeah. you did shit yourself, that would be impressive. That yeah. would be impressive. Yeah. They're like, would yo, be this imp- man has I've confidence. Never seen that before. <laughs> never seen that before. My God, you've got the job. You're hot. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah, though, but then a 180 and did the same situation, but did it in, you know, where I would normally do it and killed it. So mm. that was a big one-upper. But as you said, feeling that accomplishment when you're, like, being challenged and you get over that hump, it is quite a nice fucking feeling. Mm, trial yes. and error. Um, yeah. Also, I, I, I was uh, playing some of that music, though, beforehand, but I went to go see a really cool musical um, called Hades Town. Uh, quick uh, oh i see no ad synopsis of it was that um it's uh, the story of orpheus and eurydice uh, that fucking greek tragedy about some chick who dies goes to hades and then hades is like all right well if you really want to die you can die but if you want to come back one day work for me blah 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 long story mm. short um orpheus tries to go save her and he's like all right well you can leave hades says this you can leave if you take her and never look back so she has to follow behind you blah 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 so he looks back right. and uh he ends up fucking everything up and she ends up going back to hades because oh, wow. he looked back yep. oh, spoiler alert metaphor yeah, yeah you did spoiler well, alert. you know the, the fucking story <laughs> but this it's a it's a take on that story but in a jazz type musical 
theme. It's really cool. In a very uptown, uh, yeah, uptown musical. What the hell? Jazz all influence. It's it's really fucking cool. So um, mm. recommend anyone to, uh, that likes musicals or likes jazz to check that out. Hades um, town. Hades yeah, town. town. And finally, Ted, what's up, man? Uh, my week has been good. I'm still enjoying my new job uh, pretty thoroughly. Um, I started uh, doing more front, uh, you know, interacting with people at front work. Of house? Yeah, front of house work. Yeah. I was in the back. Now I'm kind of like interacting with people and customers and stuff like that. And I'm in, I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying my coworkers. This is the first place I work where I thoroughly liked my coworkers. I like all of them. So I got a, like, a question here. Um, very nice. The 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 scent from the stuff that you make. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it might get attached to the clothes. Is that an aphrodisiac now? Is uh, that kind of working? It is for me. We'll, we'll talk about. <laughs> We'll, we'll just give a little bit of detail so the the, the uh, audience is not completely in the dark. Yeah. I do work at a bakery. Yeah. Um, and actually, the smell can get kind of uh, intoxicating, especially when you come early in the morning and, you know, you just want to do your work, but you got the smell of muffins and cookies in your goddamn face all day. Um, as far as your original question... Uh, is it an aphrodisiac? I mean, I haven't experienced anything yet that would suggest so. So I don't tell people coming up. Is that a cookie or is that you? Yeah. Yo, you smell like oatmeal raisin, my man. Yo, what you doing tonight? Is that a cookie or are you just happy to see me? Like mm. that even makes sense. But, uh, <laughs> all right. Do you want to have sex? Or? You're a fin- yeah, you're a finger pain. Be a masterpiece. <laughs> oh my gosh. But um. No, I mean, it, but I'm enjoying that. I also um, made a making a step in my real career as a musician, and I dropped a song on Thursday. So if oh, you go on nightcantrap.com, night with like night and shining on her, uh, night can't rap, all one word. If you just type that into Google, all my shit will pop up. I released a new song called Groove. It got uh, it got um, a write up in Vibe magazine. So go check that hey, out, man. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah, we still get shit. like Some forty to fifty fucking listeners, surprisingly, even though we're fucking shitty with uh, these release, uh, hopefully you get some bump there with, with downplay what? us like that. But yeah, we, I yes. hope we do get some. We're good. Uh, um, listeners, thanks for, for for sticking with us. So yeah. by the way, we appreciate oh, yeah, it um, with our schedules, with everything you've been hearing. Uh, our lives have been. On a crazy roller coaster Yo, here. Yeah, I so know. Um, We've changed so yeah. much over the course of this pod. We all got new jobs now. Like, yeah. Yeah, you're what? witnessing growth. Yes. Growth. That's the beauty of a growth. podcast. I love that word. Growth, growth and tourist. Tours. <laughs> Man, let's get into this moment. Yes. Because you already know who's the host today. Oh. Tours. Wait, big, can you remind us? Who's that? Daddy. Who's that? Is, that? is that you there? It's your boy. Are you okay. hosting? Oh, and Ted. That's me. Mm. Oh. Shit, turn it up! Skirt. The list. City Dudes Podcast episode 42 ran by Ted this week. Ted. All right. So today, the top five that I wanted to do, um, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of a mix of two things, but um, I think I found a way to even it out, but it is the top five monuments or statues in New York City. So I kind of included those into the same thing because a monument yeah. can be a statue and a statue can, you know, be a monument. True so, is, there, is there like a difference? 
Uh, well, I mean, monuments some... are like certain sides, or well, it depends because like a monument is normally dedicated to something. Yeah. Normally, it's kind of horrible. Yeah, what it's dedicated okay. to. Like um, you know those uh, isn't the the one with the firefighter? Well, I don't know if that's on your list. It might be. Gonna, Who knows? But I mean, you know, either way, if you mention it, it's, I'll still give more information on it. But yeah, like a statue, people get it could just be any statue. Yeah, people yeah. get contracted to do jobs and create statues for random reasons. So mm-hmm. I have a little mix of both in here so i'm gonna gonna make a statue to commemorate monuments yeah the statue of q that would be tight though just a big q statue just in the nude just a giant (laughs) naked q yeah q all right well get that tail (laughs) nude q (laughs) nude q there you go that the name of the episode remember that it can't be because the last episode was cucumber we can't just nude q all right, well, let's we'll, get this we'll list underway. It. How okay. about that? Yes. Number five on my list of statues and monuments. Top five statues and monuments in New York City. Number five, we're going to start light with um, a topic that we all, that's near and dear to us, that we all love, um, slavery. So number five <laughs> on the list on top five statues and monuments uh-huh. is the African Burial Ground National Monument. Um, this uh, monument is located on Duane Street and African Burial Ground Way, uh, a.k.a. Elk Street, in the Civic Center section, uh, section sorry, of Lower Manhattan. So if you go I down there. I've, I think I've been around this. Around before. it? I think I've seen this thing before. Do you want to go check in on your ancestors? I get it. Yes and no. It looked like a <laughs> small section of a corner of an avenue, a oh. street. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I, you know how big a bodega is? Yeah. Yeah, just imagine that, but okay. it's, a, it's a burial ground. Excuse is that me. Is you, that I don't know if you're thinking of the right thing here. It's right. a little it's bit small. bigger than that. It's tiny. That's it, what I remember. It's not, it's not huge. You're right. Uh, but it is significant and it is important. So the African burial ground is actually the oldest, uh, largest known um, excavated burial ground in North America for both free and enslaved Africans. Um, so it's like an actual... It's very specific. It's the oldest monument. Um, So the site still honors um, both uh, the spirit of the people who were buried there and the people who fought to protect the site for, you know, future generations. So people would know about their culture. Okay. Um, The site contains the remains of more than 419 Africans buried during the, yeah, during the late 19th and 17th. Uh, oh, 17th and 18th centuries, sorry, in a portion of what is the largest colonial era cemetery for people of African descent. So, oh, wow. you know, some of them are free, but most of them were enslaved, unfortunately. Um, so historians estimate that there may have been as many as 10,000 to 20,000 burials in what was called the Negro's burial ground. So there, um, they found up to 419 Africans, but they estimate that it's a lot, like way more. Yeah, it um, usually it's usually it us- a lot it's usually the worst number. version of what you think. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, if you want to check out the uh, national or the African burial ground national um, monument, then it's open from Tuesday to Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So um, they have different. 
like mm-hmm. exhibits and stuff. They have archaeological. I can never say that word. Archaeological. I think I nailed it though. Yeah, archaeological <clears throat> um, things such as they have the rings that slaves wore, like reconstructed finger rings. They have like gold coins and buttons and stuff that they wore. They have all, all different oh, types wow. of stuff. Oh wow! This is uptown. This is where, where is this again? Um, this was. This is downtown. Downtown. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This See, is like no. Near this Elk is not Street. the place that I was thinking of. <laughs> This is not even a little bit the place yeah, that I was thinking of. It's just some like crackhead den that you visited. Yeah, something like I don't with, know. Like, real crackheads like decaying. The place. <laughs> it's very small. <laughs> no, the place that I was thinking of was like uh, it looked like like maybe like twelve people was buried there. Yeah, you're saying four hundred and what nineteen ninety? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four hundred and nineteen that That's they know a lot. of. That's I don't know, if you more. stack people, you can kind of... Oh, yeah, 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 of course, true of course, you can probably fit like 419 decaying yeah. slaves in this apartment, uh, for sure. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> this, is in, <laughs> this is in lower Manhattan. Um, so if you want to check this out, please go. If, whether you're black or white, Q, this is kind of for me and you, but, you know, Gil, you should go check this out. Maybe we'll all go. <laughs> yeah, word. And cry. We'll all go enjoy some Africans dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah, this is me and you. There's a there's a African American museum in D.C. that's amazing. Maybe when you guys come uh, to my wedding, maybe we can stop by there and check that out. It's very oh, nice. Yeah, yeah um, uh, but this is kind of like the small version of that. It's like the 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 smaller version, New York version of that, except for it actually has dead, you know, real slaves. Yeah, real slaves. Real slaves. <laughs> So if you want authentic. to see the real slaves, yeah, if you want the authentic experience, um, go there. So that's number five. Number four number on my four. list of, thank you, on my list of the top five uh, monuments or statues in New York, we're going to go to a statue called the Fearless Girl statue. Have you guys heard of this? Yeah, this sounds terrifying. The bull. Yes. Well, okay. So I got a little backstory on yeah. that, right? So the Fearless Girl statue is located in front of the New York Stock Exchange um, in the financial district of Manhattan uh, in New York City. Uh, the statue was first installed at Bowling Green at the intersection of Broadway and Whitehall Street, and it was actually facing down the Charging Bull. That's what Gil was talking about. So we have another statue called the Charging Bull that, spoiler alert, did not make my list. Charging Bull did not make my list. It's oh, on, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's on Wall Street. Well, people call it the Wall Street Bull, I mean. Um, but following complaints from the statue's sculptor, uh, Alturo um, Madica, uh, the the fearless girl statue was actually relocated to its current position now, but like in um, 2018, uh, up to 2018, it was in front of the charging. I didn't bull know statue. They, I thought it's been in front. It's been in front of it. No, yeah. they actually relocated it because the dude the dude who sculpted the, the bull bull was Ditched like, nah, like no, nah, I, I gotta move my shit. I want yeah. people to, you know, if he felt like I think he felt like it was taken away from him. His bull. Yeah, but, but it's like mixing the message too, because the bull was in reference of like the the Wall Street environment, like that mm. that type of bull economy, like get money, uh, fuck bitches type of shit. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah the philosophy we live by. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then they they introduced the girl, and then they kind of made it into like you know women Women's into like yeah yes. they twisted it. So they this guy was like yo. <laughs> I get that. That's all cool. I, you know, I'm chill See, with that. See, that's a good but... way to look at it. I thought he was like complaining because he's like, "Yo, I took like three years sculpting these bull testicles, and y'all kind of <laughs> taking away from my shine." Like, and y'all got some yeah. little girl facing some... them down. 
<laughs> just anyway. recently, though, I don't know if this is uh, anyone's fucking interesting or interesting, but someone just fucking beat the bull with a banjo and, like, dented it. And what? What? Yeah, like, what kind of banjo was this? Because it's, it's a representation of, you know, that 1%. So people are constantly, like, fucking tagging Defacing it. Defacing it and yeah, whatnot. Exactly. Oh, okay. So some crazy motherfucker had, like, a fucking steel banjo and just, like, dented it. There's a gash in it now, too. And the story now is that this, like, bull riding fucking uh, group wants to pay for it so now people who ride bulls want that to represent oh their oh my god so, bull <laughs> so testicles for everyone weird yes. world okay. we live in right. i'm gonna i'm gonna put red bulls on the on the <laughs> horns of the bull to represent red bull my comedy but the bull is not what's in topic no, here. no it's no. the girl it's the that represents oh, yes. women's equality and whatnot so the commission by the uh state street global advisors uh specified that the statue should depict a girl with her hands on her hips and her chin up um so uh, the sculptor Kristen visible and her collaborators um you know got to working on this and she commented that you know i made sure to keep her features soft um she's not defiant she's brave proud and strong not belligerent uh, she modeled the sculpture on two children from Delaware, quote, so everyone could relate, uh, could relate to the fearless girl. <laughs> so, a little white girl? So we could all... That's the first thing I thought. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean? Except for me, maybe? Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's funny that you pointed that out. That's the yeah. first thing I thought. But I thought that it was important to at least include this because, you know, over at the City Dudes Podcast, we're all about equality, especially when it comes yeah. to the ladies. But still, it's crazy how some, it was just an activist just going and putting a statue in anywhere. It became such a huge fucking thing, a huge stir because of the controversy of it standing in front of the bull. They decided, like you said, to keep it as an actual New York City monument. Well, that's what I'm saying. But, uh, yeah. but, um it wasn't like a random person just she was contracted to make this oh, like okay. by the uh but the placement there did they didn't like negotiate not the and placement tell that guy. no 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 yeah. um okay. and there's actually a plaque where it used to be still in front of the bull just indicating that you know this is there. where the statue was yeah it was basically okay. like fearless girl was here <laughs> um but yeah I was was it like w-u-z yeah of course i was <laughs> but it was a commission by the state street global advisors so um like i okay. said a lot fearless of people the, the you know shout out That's to the women one. and That's the fearless girl. girls across the world and the fearless girls who listen to this podcast i wish it would have stayed in front of the bull yeah I, I thought that shit was tight you have to be fearless if you listen to this fucking misogynistic shit so thank you this podcast yes <laughs> i'm glad they didn't put it behind the bull though because that bull's yeah, nuts is like yeah. nobody talks about that bull the size of that bull's nuts yeah his nuts are out there and we won't either so we'll move on to number three so number three oh we got some crankage in the background yeah. what's going on here hmm. is that a boogie with the hoodie turn that down all right, we'll keep well, on. Uh, we'll keep on. Yeah, let's keep going. Number three on the list of uh, top five monuments and statues in New York City, we have a monument, which is technically a mall, but it is. <laughs> what? Uh, we'll talk about I know it. What this is. Yeah. It's called the Oculus. Have you heard of the oh, Oculus? Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Yes, we've been to the Oculus. We've met each other there. Yeah, that's where y'all met. No, no like, that's so sweet. Met, but we've been. <laughs> 
We met going to some place there. Under a starry uh, night. So you yes. had your first kiss. Oh, <laughs> exactly. God, his eyes, so dreamy. Too bad it didn't work out. It, 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 could, have, it could have been something. It ended yeah. violently, yeah. but we got this podcast it out of it. still hurts. So. Yeah. Physically. <laughs> I'm into ladies. It was never going to be a thing. So, um, after the devastating attacks of, uh, you know, September 11th, we've talked about this before, um, you know, plans were quickly put in place to rebuild. And by 2004, uh, construction began for this transportation hub um, known as the Oculus. So, you know, this was meant to bring businesses back to that center after the World Trade um, after you know everything happened on on September 11th, and they hit the World Trade Center, right? I'm, yeah. I tried to mentally yeah. block that out. Um, so while planning um, to construct the Oculus, they you know, enlisted the help of an architect named Santiago Calatrava. Hopefully, I'm saying his name right. Um, no, his intentions were. You think that was right? You said no. I think that was wrong. Oh, the last name. <laughs> I'm gonna let you see it. Here we go. Oh God, no. Because then I'm going to mention No, let try. Gail say it. It's his people. Oh, yeah, true that. Calatrava. 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 <laughs> um, um, I, I must also bring up to it. It's interesting how we put a fucking mall where 5,000 people died. It's like, yeah. <laughs> what's, what better way <laughs> to remember all these people with a fucking Rolex watch on your wrist? Absolutely. I've got, yeah, I've got things to say. Con- continue, continue your info <laughs> so we can discuss this. <laughs> Wow. Okay, so his intentions with the design of the Oculus, and if you see the Oculus, it's actually gorgeous. It's it an is. amazing yeah. architectural. It stands out like a motherfucker. Uh, fucking just gold mine. It's beautiful. Um, his intentions were for it to resemble a dove leaving a child's hands. So if you ever see like the Oculus from like a bird's eye view, it kind of looks like that. It looks like yeah. a dove. Um, the idea can be seen in a tall, um, in the tall kind of cross columns that make up the whole exterior. Um, it's it's huge like the interior um, if you ever see it it kind of looks like it's breathing like it's just it's the most futuristic thing that we have I yes. think architect yes, wise in New York um, which and they couldn't open recently for the 9-11 memorial because it was leaking so that shows really? yeah, the, the engineering so the structural it. design yeah. isn't too strong exactly what do you mean leaking it, the, the roof was fucking leaking because of all like the recent rainstorms and shit like oh, that oh okay yeah. so there was that shit was just built well oh thank you for ruining it um the <laughs> oculus is a structure that's formed by softly curving white uh, steel ribs that rise from below the ground and form an elliptical dome shape over a vast concourse uh, the structure uses 11,500 tons of structural steel and um, free-form, uh, you know, integral uh, internal columns that, you know, make up the concourse and reach a length of 350 feet and a height of 106, uh, 160 feet, actually. Wow. Yeah, so it's a huge thing. You said you guys said you've been there. Yes. Now, you said you had an issue with the whole capitalism of the of of the deal. Yeah, it just it's weird. It felt weird being in there. You know, you walk inside and you're like, oh my god, this is gorgeous. Like yeah. it's pure. It's just pure white. Like mm-hmm. whoever's cleaning that thing is cleaning it like a motherfucker. Yeah, pure white. Yeah, like yeah purity. Right. And then you look around. There's a GNC. There's like mm-hmm. a Target, Dwayne Reed, and all this. I'm like. A lot of people died. Yeah. 
A lot of people die. There's but a lot of ghosts in and honor spirits of in this There place. is the monument that's right next to it, though. The giant hole in the in the in the floor. Yeah, but the that, names, though. But this is right next. Now, to just it. a just a one-off and little fun fact. There's, it's like this is the gift shop today. You know, there's a lot. Like there's maybe over twenty monuments and statues dedicated to September 11th. Like throughout the city, it's so many. I when oh, I was yeah. going through the monuments and statues, I realized like over half of them were dedicated to September 11th. So after that happened, people were gifting us statues. They were gifting us like little monuments and things that we turned into like big events like it's it was a huge thing that shaped our city like you yeah. know irreversibly yeah. um so yeah i feel like it's important to talk about that I mean, even though people the, it is a transportation hub now and we are going there and buying you know 20 packs of pampers and rolex watches it's yes. still you know in remembrance of the people who were brutally massacred yeah so you know you go there you go to the uh, oculus enjoy it enjoy yeah. the beauty look up say wow remember what it's about yeah. remember why it's there very good point um september 11th might make a comeback in the list but we'll keep going for now so number you you enjoying this so far yes, yes all yes, right I'm so good. the number two on my list of top five statues and monuments in new york city we have a statue by the name of the immigrants the immigrant statue is what it's called so, um, would you guys like to see a picture of it? Because you guys are kind of just staring off into the fucking wind. Like, you don't know what I'm talking I about. I am 100% Is that the one by in Battery Park? With um, the... It is in Battery Park, yeah. but I'll make sure that you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, you guys can go through here and kind of just look at different examples of the immigrant statue. It's a huge bronze statue made up of different oh, nationalities and different people. Um, or just starved potato people. Mostly. Um, <laughs> I mean, Irishmen. <laughs> Irishmen. Are you good, man? Are you good today? I feel like you can put the negative spin on everything I say today. And I guess, essentially, monuments do come about from ter- terrible things happening. But um, I'm going to move on. <laughs> you're, being, you're being pretty, okay, pretty negative but no, That's today. what it is. It is you're the potato famine, right? That... It's represent uh, something like that. Or? So this, uh, well, first of all, the sculpture, uh, the sculpture is located at the south end of the Castle Clinton, um, which is at the Eisenhower Mall in Battery Park. So you were right. Um, and this area served as a processing facility for newly arrived immigrants from 1855 to 1890, um, and that's when the construction began on the more larger remote facility nearby uh, Ellis Island. So we talked about that on a prior episode. We talked about Ellis Island. Um, but the sculptor, uh, Louis, and I'm going to let you get on this too. Oh, boy. <laughs> this, might be your, this might be Italian, actually. Another What's this? One. Louis San, Sanguino? San, Sanguino. 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 He had to say uh, it with like an accent. <laughs> Sanguino. <laughs> like he had spaghetti in his hand when yeah. he said it. Um, uh, he was born in 1934, so this was a long time ago. Um he uh, wanted to celebrate the diversity of New York City and the struggle of immigrants in this, with this uh, huge uh, bronze kind of statue that depicts uh, figures of various ethnic groups and eras. Um, it includes uh, Eastern 
a European Jew, a freed African slave, a priest, and a worker. Just all I together. I thought it was just all oh, Irish nice. people. That's Did you? Why, that's what yeah. they call them. You, yeah, because you're fucking racist. That's why you thought that. You <laughs> thought it was all one race. Maybe it's because they're nah. all bronze. Yeah, true so, that. True so they're, they're all, all brown. Bronze. You can't <laughs> tell. Like, is the black guy, like... Like, how would like you a figure? little darker? Like, a little, is he a little what darker? Shows? You know what's funny? I wanted to see the, <gasps> the, the statues again just so I can pick out the black guy. I'm not, I'm not going to show you again. Oh, this, is, this is so racist. We're, we're already, like, defacing this statue. Like, uh, Is it the hair? Is that what it is? Is that what gives it away? So, the immigrants shows a, a grouping of people from various countries just arriving in the United States. Um, they stand in line, possibly waiting for inspection or uh, approval to enter the country. Um, the statue shows the extreme mixed emotions from relief of finally, you know, stepping ashore to, like, sheer panic of having, you know, to turn around and go back to, go back to where you came. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, and I didn't actually even see all that emotion in the statue. It didn't look that detailed to me, but I was like, no, nah, I, f- I feel you. Like, mm. that's kind of how the uh, park website describes it. Um, that's so, what they want you to feel. Yeah, that's what they want you to feel when you look at it. When you're looking at this statue, yeah, you're like, which, you one's, which one's the black one? That's, that's, what you <laughs> that's actually, the first thing that's you think, the, of that's course. The first yeah. a, that's the first thing I'm going to think I'm going to walk up. Hmm. So which one's black, sir? Which one's black? <laughs> I read that it says, I, I, I just don't see it. It says there's a black guy here, but I can't tell. I, I see the Jew. Here. You see it in the nose. <laughs> you definitely see that, but like, is it, is it? Is it the bulge in the pants? Is that what it is? Get away with this! Oh, it is the bulge in the pants. (laughs) Ah, You can tell which one is the priest. It's the longer one. (laughs) Okay. You know which one is the priest? The one closest to the kids. Oh (laughs) my God! Is that the line? Did I cross it? Did you cross it? I don't know when the line was crossed, but I'll try to get us back on the rails here because it's an interesting concept that somebody talked about, and (laughs) when they were talking about this statue, right? Now I wanted to share it with you guys. So comparing, (laughs) comparing what? You still thinking about the fucking racist shit? So I like implying all black people have huge dicks. We really did jump off (laughs) the fucking rails there. Just did a little bit. Comparing the concept of uh, immigration presented by the Statue of Liberty and by the immigrants, just to compare the two, the Statue of Liberty is also kind of like a figure dedicated to immigrants, but it's more so like of an allegorical figure that uh, has come to represent the idealized concept of immigration, welcoming all that, you know, ride into the New York Harbor, into the land of the free. So that's it, it. You know, it's more like metaphorical. <laughs> so Statue of Liberty was like, "Yay, welcome!" Exactly. And then the and other the immigrants shows a more like, realistic view of the hardship and the emotion that endured by immigrants that came into the United States. Yeah, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah no, this kind this of is what sucks. actually happened. Yeah. yeah, there's a black, there's a Jew. And put them all together. And then put them in a bronze cast. That's fucked up. And the statue this is of, a whole family. Not to mention the Statue of Liberty is fucking huge green bitch. Yeah. And the fucking uh, the immigrants. It's just a kind of. It's a little statue. It's not. It's not huge. You know what I mean? You can and you you know about this one way less. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even notice. So I wonder about existed. that. Exactly. So yeah. I wonder about that. Why is that the case? You Do you know? think they were actually real people and they just dipped them? Because the bronze? truth hurts. And then we just got statues out of them. The truth hurts. The truth the, does hurt. Yeah, the the Statue of Liberty is a representation of like you know America, yeah. right? So that's got to be Come huge. Come bring and us you gotta, here. 
bring us your starving bring us your yeah. poor you gotta like, give them the dream and then you show the them the small is, statue we ain't giving you guys food and our money yeah <laughs> and, but think about it i mean you wouldn't want this statue to be where the statue of liberty is because if you had a huge african man <laughs> like and a jew and a priest like welcoming people into new york <laughs> you'd want to go back it's like this shit's <laughs> way too crazy what is going what on here fuck? they look mad they You're look like, disappointed God, I feel like i'm going on a trip or something <laughs> nonsense so that's number two the immigrants it's the weirdest conga line ever yeah <laughs> the, the immigrants dedicated yeah. to uh how we even got here damn it yes. like you know this is there's two black dudes in a in a whatever the fuck hosting this podcast right now so you know. yeah yeah nah, it's yeah. Uh, two, our ancestors yeah. uh yeah, i'm not sure what you are today yeah, two no, two africans and a, a jewish looking guy yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kind of a Seth Rogen looking like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, and leading off of that, we're gonna go into our number one on the list of top five number sculptures one. and monuments for today. Mm. Um, another statue or monument dedicated to September 11th. Now we can argue over, go back and forth about the placement of this, but I just thought it looked so cool that for some reason it just had to be number one. So the name of the statue is called To the Struggle Against World Terrorism. That's the name of the statue. I'm going to show you a picture of this um, statue so you can form your own conclusions about it. But I thought it looked uh, kind of amazing. It has like a teardrop design. Oh, what the fuck? Where is Have this? Have you ever seen I've this? I've never seen this before. Hmm. It's weird, right? It's like a giant sperm. Yeah, yeah, I guess if I you suppose want to say that you could if you want to be gross. I, I was thinking something <laughs> completely different. It's like, like a teardrop design in between like a cracked wall almost. Yeah. Like. yeah, it looks. You know what it looks like? It looks like Liquid Man. Yeah, you remember Liquid Man <laughs> with from a little, Terminator Two? With a like yeah, he's kind of just like dropping in. Liquid Man. Liquid Man. Liquid Man. What's so, he called? Liquid Man. It's like T one thousand or some shit like That's that. Liquid that Man. Yeah. Shout out to that new movie coming out. Oh, yeah, but we won't get derailed. I just want to have a podcast oh, where I understand to. like black names for characters. <laughs> <that> I just <laughs> Liquid Man and just go through media. That would be so fucking. With hilarious. the different names that black people give yeah. movies and characters. Exactly. Yo, it, I'm sure no, there's. We, nah, we need to do that. <laughs> We do. we do need to do that That's yeah I, I mean like the, whenever i watch a movie i always name the name the main character after the movie so i'll be like oh yo remember when taken grabbed that girl off the train like <laughs> yo i was watching jason the other day <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You don't say. Yeah, that's what you say. You say that, but there you go. we're so off the rails. All right, back to, back to the terrorism Sorry. and the people who lost one. their lives yes. on September 11th. Sorry, no, so no, I apologize. This that just happened. Statue. Oh yeah, September 11th just mm -hmm. passed, so this is very relevant. Yes. Um, the statue to the struggle against world terrorism has also been known as the Tear of Grief and the Teardrop Memorial. So this is a 10-story sculpture by a Zarub Tetsarelli. Sorry. If I butchered your name, um, Tetsarelti, Tetsarelti, um, all right, yeah. moving on. <laughs> you tried. All right, you say it. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck all of y'all. Oh, wow. No, that one, that one's oh, hard. Zarab Tetsarelli. 
Yeah. There we go. So if you were the nationality so, so. that you looked, you would have nailed that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, it was given to the United States as an official gift from the Russian government as a memorial to the victims of the September 11th attacks in 2001. So I thought it was weird though. That was is a gift from Russia. Right? Like oh, I didn't think Russia? they cared about oh. us. Like, yeah, right. He is a memorial. Is there a bomb inside of there? Like, let's just be careful with yeah, this. Yeah, like that's just gonna trigger one day. Yeah, I don't know. Because of the Cold War. That's kind. Of, that's a good concept. We should we should dive deeper into that. But um, oh boy. Um, the 1993. Um, oh, so it was uh, dedicated to not just the September 11th attacks, but it was also dedicated to the to the World Trade Center bombing in 1993. Um, it stands at the end of the military ocean terminal, um, like right in New York, but like also going into New Jersey. So it's a ceremonial groundbreaking uh, kind of design that, uh, yeah, um, they had a ceremony for it. Bill Clinton went. It's pretty dope. Um, it looks incredible. It really yeah, does. I don't as I look at it, I didn't I couldn't determine like how they went about putting it together. Is it is it like polished? Does it like reflect? Yeah, like um, it's made out of like the the actual uh, teardrop is made out of steel. So they had to, uh, I guess they had to take the whole statue, like put it together, take the two splits, put them together, and then attach like the teardrop thing to it. Mm-hmm. Um, look this up so you guys can know what this actually looks like. Yes. But um, I mean, honestly, I just thought that. Uh, I wanted to put on the list because of the way it looked. Like no, we had looks, another thing great. that was dedicated to September 11th, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. No, I'm cool with that. That looks that looks incredible. Like I said, um, it, it was given to <clears throat> initially. It was given to um, Jersey City, um, but it was rejected and later relocated to uh, New York. Um, Wait. So I would like to know why <laughs> that happened. Why Why was it going to New Jersey? Um, I'm not sure. It doesn't say why. It just says that it was rejected by Jersey and they ended up. I think rightfully so. New New Jersey was probably like, no, the September 11th attacks didn't happen in Jersey. It happened (laughs) in New York. So maybe they had. Maybe they already thought that they had too many statues and monuments in New York already. Now, one thing that I saw is that it was listed at the as uh, which is interesting. Um, it was listed at the as the world's ugliest statue by foreign policy magazines. What? Um, the New Yorker also said that it looked like a giant tea biscuit, which you know <laughs> just sounds like it's just cutting them up. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get it. Um, I like the way it looked. I didn't. I don't even know what a tea biscuit is. So yeah, no, neither do I. I think it looks incredible. I think it looks great. Yeah. So that's my list. That's my top five lists. Um, again, that statue is called to the struggle against world terrorism, or AKA the tear of grief, AKA the teardrop memorial. Um, would you like me to do a recap? Yes. Sir. Yes. Is that what you would like? Drop right. a recap. So Flip just to recap, recap, number five, African burial ground national monument. Mm-hmm. Number four, the Fearless Girl statue. Yeah. Number three, the Oculus, Ooh. which sounds like like a villain that's trying to steal that right now. Yeah, word. The Oculus. The Professor X should be guarding it. <laughs> number two, the Immigrant statue. And number one, the Teardrop Memorial. That is my top five lists of statues Very and nice. monuments in New York City. Ooh. Do I have any challenges? I see Gil, you know, 
going on his I'm, phone. I'm trying to going find through, the name. trying to challenge me. Is there any statues that y'all can think of off top that you would just like to show some appreciation? What about the Alice in Wonderland statue? Have you ever seen that? Uh, what the yeah, Alice in Wonderland? Was, I, yep, that's that was that's a good honorable mention. Um, I think it just promotes uh, what not. I would say drugs, but oh, definitely yeah. not drugs. Childhood wonderment. Um, but yeah, <laughs> imaginations, blah, blah, blah. Imaginations, um, blah, blah, blah. Okay, no, but the one that I was thinking okay. was this one here. So the Unisphere in Flesh and Queens. So like the that that iconic like globe statue Unisphere. that yeah oh yes i know what you're talking about it looks oh, like the universal oh yeah that yeah. looks like universal yeah. studios yeah, that, yeah. I, it definitely looks like that yes um, but representing queens and just being iconic there with the created i guess during the world's fair um hmm. during the 1964 world's fair was it meant to like symbolize the world or was it just like meant to copy universal studios <laughs> it's like universal studios could also be here like the people of queens oh, i mean it looks it looks um, pretty so cool so it was commissioned to celebrate the beginning of the space age and um, the unisphere was conceived and ah. constructed as a theme symbol for the 1965 new york world's fair the world's fair was um oh it represented peace through understanding um and oh. the unisphere representing a theme of global interdependence and it was dedicated as man's achievements to a shrinking globe in the expanding universe so it's representing i guess fucking space travel let me see I it one more time that. let yeah. me see but it's, okay. it's that guy. yeah i kind of yeah. see it because there's circles kind of going around yep. the globe as if they're traveling around it that's yeah. actually pretty cool they got a fountain in front of it yep 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 i don't know up so to, that's that's i don't uh, know q backs up like in that, that one. um q's been kind of looking at his own over there yeah there's this one statue that i'm looking at it's from it's from men in black it's the oh thing I, right there. That. <gasps> yeah. I don't know what it's called that's here yeah yeah it's in queens i'm not the entirely sure landing what it's called. site yeah. but but it looks like the thing that he climbed yeah mm -hmm. he climbs the thing and it turns out to be a ufo or whatever that's a thing i don't know like what it's called but oh, it's like a monument but the unisphere right? was also in men in black men yes. in black oh my goodness this derails everything men in black's all over your list dude, dude <laughs> yeah. no like well, our I, top, well, yeah uh, um i'm willing to concede because that last one i f i didn't feel that strongly about it because only because we have already have two that's two September 11th memorials on the list, which I think we should diversify it more. I like whatever. If you can find that thing with the UFOs and figure out what it's called, yeah. I might concede to that. But the Unisphere was also in Men in Black, so mm -hmm. I'd be willing to oh, yeah. either bump it's something. It's this scene. Right. That's the ending scene. The ending scene at the Unisphere when they're blowing it up. And all oh, that. yeah, 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 yeah. He's crashing to the through fountain, it. though. Wasn't there a fountain in front of him? Um, I guess Whatever. they... They CGI'd it out. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing was a fucking green screen, let's be honest. True that. This but is true. that's amazing, though. Yeah, I'd be willing to concede, but now where does that that's lead us on That's also at list? the World's Fair, the whatever fucking statue. That's what statue, it is, right? The yeah. World's Fair? The Towers at the World's Fair. The Towers, that's what it's called? Yeah. yeah. The, the World's Fair saying. Towers. The UFO-looking shit. Towers at yeah. Oh, no, that's at Florida. Not my wrong one. The World oh, Expo yeah. Observatory Towers. Okay. There you go. All right, well, let's let's figure this out then. Because I already said I concede. I'll be willing to drop the tear of grief 
off the list but we would have to reconstruct the list because originally I kind of wanted to put Oculus at number one but you guys kind of ruined that idea in my head because of the people yeah know. get rid of the fucking Oculus get I, rid of the yeah. Oculus wait it's you a, would keep uh, the tear of grief yes keep, keep the tear of grief Ooh. it's uh you because get rid of the Oculus fuck Jersey we it belongs here <laughs> and the Oculus is uh, uh, it's fucking blasphemous and it's definitely disrespectful but that means any monument is de- that's dedicated to you mean because it's a mall <laughs> yeah because it's a yeah, fucking because mall. it's a mall all right for the most yeah. part <laughs> got it yeah. we so, dig what it represents but it's a mall at the end of the day uh, it's okay. just a fancy yeah, if it was just a statue mall. i yeah. guess i could get it it doesn't even have a GameStop, so fuck that <laughs> All right, so we're knocking off the yeah. Oculus and we're putting on the the, the towers or the, the towers Unisphere. The or the I Unisphere. might I might say the Unisphere. Unisphere. Unisphere if you showed that known. to someone, be like, "Oh, that's in Florida." God yeah. damn it! Yeah, that's um, true. No yeah. one's gonna know the fucking the towers. The towers. Nobody's gonna but even know the, unless they've seen Men in, Men Black, in Black. They're yeah. like, "Oh, the towers." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's from Men in Black. Like I literally yeah. when I saw it, that's what I was. I was right. like, "Oh yeah, that's the thing from Men in Black." So I think we gotta go with the Oculus, man. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Okay, all right. No, that's kidding. Never <laughs> no, I'm about kidding. to say that's no. Um, I forgot the name of the other thing. That's Unisphere. 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 Yeah, okay. Unisphere. Unisphere. They both have those weird yes. kind of like. So final names. recap. We'll throw that in. Really? So what's your your five? And then was four the 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 Oculus? No, the Oculus was three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. he's on it. No, never. Pay attention, um, sir. Number four was the, uh, um, what you call it, the Fearless Girl statue. Oh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. And now the Unisphere number three. Unisphere at number three. And number two, two is the immigrants. Correct. Starving immigrants. And number one, yes. the, and number one is um, the falling ball sack. Of falling the, balls. Uh, you can't help but be disrespectful. Liquid man. Liquid, yes. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're like, oh, we have to take the Oculus off the list because it's disrespectful while disrespecting every victim of September 11th by calling it the falling ball sack. Uh, yeah. The um, contradictory It's a fucking nature weird-ass ribcage thing. Fuck the Oculus. Okay. <laughs> go once, dope. you never need to go again. Um, that's true. Yeah. Well, that is our top five. We're about to go into the second segment. Did, before we get out of here, did you guys watch the political debates at all? Yeah, I did. Democratic political I put, debates. Yeah, Gil sent me a snippet. Oh my god, it's cringeworthy. Yes, oh I was. I had some really bad fucking secondhand cringe. Me too. Listening to Joe it Biden, it was hard. I was like, "Stop, old man! I'm just seeing this dude go through Alzheimer's like in oh front my of me." God. Um, I forgot so what weird. question they asked him, but he went on a crazy rant that had nothing to do with the question. Let's go, Democrats. Yang gang. I'm Yang sorry. Gang. Um, <laughs> yo, it's show. so weird. Yeah. The whole thing just devolved into a big yo mama battle, bro. Let's, like, Yang, <laughs> I was listening to a fucking podcast, The Daily, and they were doing an interview of Andrew Yang, Yang and gang. he brought this up. And I, I might bring this up here. It's interesting. We'll, we'll cut this out maybe, or it might be interesting to listeners. But he said um, the reason why people are racist are because of robots. Uh, so he did, that is yeah. a strong oh, yeah, thing yeah, of yeah, his. Yeah. But I so because yeah. automation is taking people's jobs away, and because people have no jobs, they're stuck at home. They get angry. They get stupid. Well, as a racist, tell us what you people. think, Gil. Like, do you think that that's the reason? Is it because of robots? 
Um, if if uh, you know, because you have a lot of robots here, so that kind of makes sense. That's like, true. That's true. If I, I if you don't have Google Home or Alexa, <laughs> I think of you lesser than me. You are a subhuman. Um, so that's just how I feel. I feel enlightened by my robot friends. Oh my god! Um, AI's making yes. us racist. Yeah, I have gang. an easy answer to that question. Uh, before robots was exactly. there racism exactly boom yeah that's uh yeah yang gang <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. so no i don't believe robots are uh yeah. making people racist yeah. I think it might not have been a direct quote this. like that but right. yeah. it's, if you the, 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 the exactly the whole gist of it was robots that make people racist so okay. in summary uh, we're doomed yes moving on to all right part so <laughs> we'll be back shortly after this break uh, whatever it is enjoy it let's do it um thanks mm-hmm. bow to your robot masters well look at that you just made it halfway through episode 42 take a second applaud yourself because you deserve it and now we're on to part two thanks for listening stand clear of the closing doors please And we're back. Hello, hello. This is Podcast, episode 42. You've been graced by an amazing break message, I hope. Uh, Riveting. Always filmed <laughs> after this piece. But yeah. Always Beautiful, amazing. quite frankly. I'm assuming it's riveting. <laughs> of course. You're also um, listening to, uh, maybe you can hear it, but we can definitely hear it. I can hear it. The uh, neighbor that I have upstairs banging on his drum, the crazy motherfucker who just groans and moans and hits a drum all day hmm. really you weird. know i never notice it until you point it out you and can hear it now point right? it out, i can't stop hearing it well maybe he's just channeling his anger in a creative way maybe or maybe, maybe he's summoning unlike demons. me being a shit ass on a podcast that's our channel <laughs> if yeah. this podcast had a rotten tomato score what would it be Ooh, hmm. Ooh. uh t- th- speaking it would of be pretty mixed so i would say like it would be certified fresh with a 76 Really? Yeah. Huh. It'd be, it's yeah, the, that's a, people with taste score will like low. it. People without taste will be like, this is crass and, and disgusting. Yeah. And, and racist. And beautiful. <laughs> Juvenile. Yeah. Speaking of tomatoes, there's fucking Speaking gum of spots that you want to talk about today. Where's Juvenile been? Where's Juvenile been doing? What's yeah. <laughs> that grill been up to? Right. <laughs> He's still convincing girls to back that ass up. <laughs> I'm assuming so. Back it. All right. Um, gum spots, yes. Transitioning to that. Thanks for the reminder, Ted. Um, we have a, a theme song now prepped that I haven't listened to. So oh, let's, let's check it out. That's brand new, small, not that brand new. Let's just condense. Oh, this spots. one. I love this one. I see those spots. I think I Oh, it is. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, that was a long one. That yeah, was. It was. The one I just sent you was. This is the And it had a new clip. Don't play. Wait, no, don't replay it. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's over.
All right. Got to get to the topic. Good. Okay. To perfect. We did the transition. <coughs> that works. So I, from most of the feedback that I hear, that's been the favorite musical little wow, number that we've introduced. Composition. Yeah. It's a gum spots. If our listeners could have seen us, we, we were just rocking back and forth like a set of an autistic kids <laughs> um, waiting for lunch in some home. And just, uh, yeah. oh it's definitely God. primal. And I can't and wait for the next Gums Boss thing. Yeah. So I think it'll okay. be the best ever. All right. But uh, what we're talking about this week is um, the origins of pizza in New York City, mm. of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Back to food. Um, of course, not, why? Not that of course, because why? you could go back way far. Talk about like Greek and Egyptian pizzas where it's just <laughs> bread and whatever the fuck they put that, you know, the if you could call their... it bread, it was probably yeah, just was it even called a pizza? ground up bones of their enemies. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um, was it? Yeah. They probably called it something weird in Greek. Like just, it was probably just the two Z's. Bread sauce. That's bread sauce. Bread sauce. Take some sauce. That's just a black name bread sauce. for it. Like probably. Uh, yeah. That's probably what we would call it. It's bread sauce bread cheese. Sauce. Yeah. Back, yeah. You know that. Back then that. they were like, "Yep, yeah, let's put some cheese, cheese on it." Cheese, and like, bread, and sauce. Behead him. Yeah. Easy. Um, all right. So let me get my article out here. Um, but before I jump in, though, let's just make sure we all know what a New York City pizza is. Um, standard size of about 14 to 18 um, pie, which is just sauce, cheese, and uh, the crust. a crust that is semi-soft, semi-hard. You're not even reading anything. You just have this all committed to memory because this is your <laughs> yeah, life. This is, this is just, all you eat. We just know pizza. All right, I know pizza. <laughs> yeah. All right, so all just gave us the and you got enough grease on it to possibly have a bad day, but not to kill yourself. You know. So, yeah. which which is crazy. I saw a video today and it blew my mind. You know, it's always, you don't want to be that dabbing guy or that dabbing lady, dabbing mm-hmm. the paper on the slice. You know, you, you get looks when you do that here in the city. I don't give a fuck. This pizza's greasy. But wait, wait for this. I saw a person and they said this is the proper way to degrease your pie is to slip a piece of uh, paper towel or something cloth underneath the folds where it breaks where it drips down it catches into the paper so mm. you don't have to it's just degreasing itself using gravity um okay blew my mind there i'm just um, gonna definitely pat try it, it out okay um, pat it it's grease on and the then top. uh when they kick your ass out the city or the pizza place <laughs> don't say you didn't um, don't exactly. say you i am a one. native i am a native to the city and uh i am a dabber <laughs> You're yeah. a dabber too. Uh, I am a dabber. If you, all right, first off, if your pizza's too greasy, then I gotta dab. Yeah. I gotta dab it. That's what I'm saying. This pizza cut is, down on your grease. Your pizza don't need to be that greasy. Sweating. So uh, let's back it up. Sorry, we offended you. Uh, more <laughs> than a hundred years into the 1900s, early 1900s, specifically 1905. Where a man, a, a man named Gennaro Lombardi, had a little pie shop in Little Italy in Manhattan. Somebody spilled some sauce on this yeah. on this pie. No, it started off as just like a little thing that he did, but he would serve it cold. It would cost five cents, and he would make deliveries. He had one other person in the shop, um, Antonio Totano. Um, I'll, I'll bring him up in a few moments here again. Um, but yeah, he served, which were just large, wide pies, mm. um, similar to the pizza that we have today, which was just tomato, cheese, and bread. 
but a little puffed up not the flat type of pizza that we have today though but yeah you can trace it back to the original lombardi and what's his name okay uh gennaro lombardi that is a i made pizza ass name yeah <laughs> that's like a an so italian name look what i did <laughs> His assistant, Antonio Totana, the guy I just brought up, (coughs) Um, he cooked the pizzas and the slices, again, were sold for five cents. But in 1924, after working in his, like, you know, boss's shop for close to 20 years, um, he booked it. He had enough money to start his own pizza place in Coney Island, being the second pizza place ever. So it took, this guy, fucking Lombardi, had a 20-year monopoly on fucking Damn. pizzas, quote unquote. So wait, it went from Italy <coughs> to Coney Island. Yeah, well, to to, to Little Italy and then branched off to Coney Island. Oh, okay. that's Little Italy, right there. Because yeah, the guy was like, you know what? I can do this shit myself. This shit is fucking easy. Mm-hmm. Bread, cheese, sauce. Fuck it, I'll do it. Did so, he steal yeah. the rest of the pizza? Yeah, yeah it was, sounds like he stole it. It kind of sounds like, <laughs> sounds like and you know. then created a pizza monopoly. Yep. Yeah, and this is um, how we have Pizza Hut. So yes, thank you. Crazy enough, though, interesting story. Lombardi's um, like was actually open until like the '60s, and then there was a fire. Fucking everything, you know. There's always a fucking fire in a pizza place. Jesus. Wait, um, so he had he had what you said? He had a pizza shop, and there was a fire in it. Yeah. So, but then it reopened, but it reopened under new management and shit in the '60s. Now, are so, we not assuming that the fire wasn't set by the person who had the original possibly recipe? Possibly because, because that one is still the longest running pizza place. The first one. The, the one that's in Coney Island. No, the first one was the one lit on fire. And then oh, it the lost one in the record. Italy. Yeah, oh. yeah. So now the one in, in Coney Island, the Totano's, um, is the longest, longest standing, standing um, pizza place. Well, run by, well, yeah. well. Oh, wow. Is it? All right. What's the ratings pizza on Totano's? Um, maybe we'll look that up in a few moments. We're but look um, that up. So both Totano's, uh, I'm probably saying that the wrong. It's T-O-T-O-N-N-O. Totano's. Totano's. Um, both Lombardi's and Totona use coal fire ovens, so they're the ones that develop that. Uh, cold fire? Coal fire. Um, oh. So, with the fucking coals. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> with the fucking coals. You know, uh, unlike <laughs> gas places that you're seeing most often here that use gas ovens, if you're finding a place with a good brick oven, they still use coals, you're going right. to get some amazing tasting crusts. Yes. Is there um, something about the heat circulation that makes the pie cook in a certain way? What, that, what, what too. The smokiness also, like, mm. Mixes in with the cheese and the crust. Um, yeah, ah. it's it's it just definitely makes it taste different, um, and the crust maybe rises a lot more. Um, who knows? Get Gil a napkin. Kind of get he's wipe I'm his drooling, mouth. Yeah, wipe his mouth, yeah. please. <laughs> the crust kind um, of burns and bakes. At the so same time. there were still only a few different pizza places, though. So the next pizza place um, didn't open until 1933. It was called Patsy's, and that one was in Harlem. Um, there's also Defara Pizza, which opened in 1964. Um, but then in the 60s, we're starting to see these, uh, pizzas, these Ray Pizzerias. Um, Ray. Yeah, yeah. Ray's, they have seen Ray's that. Pizza. Yep. But there's so many Ray's Pizzas out there. There's probably more than like 50 or 60 in out New there in New York City now. Um, who all say they're the original Rays or the original they fucking... They all say that. They, yes. they are all competing over the, being the original Rays, um, which wow. is crazy. Like, what fucking name can you take from an Italian name from Ray? Like, what the... Ray, like, <laughs> Ray Romano? <laughs> Ray. Oh, <that's, laughs> 
Is he uh, Italian? Ray Liotta. I guess Ray is just Italian. I mean, it's just Corrected. a you know regular kind of white guy name. Yeah, but true. so they popped up all around the city yeah, and just became like of the Seven Eleven of exactly. Pizzas. Yes, yeah, and then all interconnected with this fucking name that they share, Ray. but still all separate. And nobody can see the original exactly. Ray. Yep. But then um, Ray, no, Ray. they they did trace it to this one that did open in 1959. Um, this guy named Ralph Como, his name also was named Ralph, was Ray. Um, oh, wait, is Little Ray Italy. a nickname for Ralph? I well, we can maybe I say that Ray. So you might say Ray like, Ralph. Ralph is already short enough. Yeah, for Raphael. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. But go ahead. Uh, Sorry. Um, should be Ralph's Pizza. <laughs> that's just as good. Yeah, imagine the competition yeah. though on that on Ray's Pizza. Um, but then you got other places um, like Joe's Pizza that become like a staple um, yeah. down in in the West Village. Um, How many of those are are there? There might be like two or three though, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not but, that many, but they're they are legends. Yeah, yep. Um, but yeah, as for the base origins, you have those guys. So they wasn't that pizza wasn't a huge thing until. Like the fucking seventies and eighties hmm. when it became more like a fast food snack. Yeah. Do you think it was? Do you think the rivalry kind of sparked uh, uh, the pizza growth and the, and the pizza diversity in the city? Like, we got like, the best pizza. You know, we yeah. got the best. Even I'll you got Rays competing with other Rays. Like, this is ridiculous. Well, yeah. I don't know if it's. Well, it should be a competition in between the restaurants or whatever. But I know it's definitely a competition amongst people. Because everybody feels like their pizza, their pizza shop is the it's best. The best pizza. Yeah. It's the original best fucking yeah. recipe. Gil mm-hmm. showed me a video of a guy eating. I think it was twenty different pizzas and twenty different like pizza shops and rating them. He okay. ate all of this pizza in one day, and it was the grossest thing I think I've ever fucking seen. It was very. It was like I'm surprised this dude is not shitting full mm-hmm. pies and full tomatoes. I really want pizza now. <laughs> God damn it. And you that's your thing. Yeah. Like you can't not have it after you hear it. That's yeah. so is it is it an addiction? It it might be. <laughs> it, it's it's definitely has some power over me. No, there's been Fun. times when I've gone yeah. like weeks only eating pizza. Every day? <laughs> For you the know, most part. Poor, like a pizza poor a asshole. day. So there's what, a pizza shop right across the street from where I work. What is it about it? You know it's crazy? It's I'm convenient. working with a, a vegan. And he tells me his favorite uh, food is pizza. And it just, it crosses so many. Is that what you like about it? That it crosses boundaries? No, because you're racist. What is the thing you like about it? (laughs) You're like, oh, it promotes diversity. don't like pizza. Um, (laughs) True that. The KKK just doesn't order pizza. They probably love pizza. No, I'm pretty sure they order Chinese. (laughs) I doubt that, sir. Um... Where, where we, we eat toast. <laughs> White toast. White toast. That's what we eat at our rallies. And oatmeal. Uh, what is it? But real quick, before we get off this. <laughs> too many colors in oatmeal. Before we get off this uh, topic. What is it about pizza that is so perfect? You said it. You, Gil's, I mean, uh, Q said convenience. What, but texture-wise, taste-wise, why? what is it? that makes it so so good to you and and what is it also that makes it a new york staple because i think new york has officially become a new york uh pizza has officially yeah, become a new york it's, staple it's just yeah, everywhere fuck the big apple yeah the big pizza yeah honestly because you everybody says you go to any other place you're not going to get better pizza than new york so you well, know you're kind of warm and comforting it's yeah. just if you can compare it to intercourse it's the closest thing you can get to making love 
Hmm. That was beautiful. <laughs> kind of sick, too. It's eating some good pizza. But I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you it know. Since I'm hungry. It's very warm. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hungry. Little turned on. You know? I don't know. Yeah. There's only, Ooh, like, gross. two equal. Horniness and the, the need for pizza that are on so when you, equal levels. When you bite into it, you feel that rush of endorphins. Like, exactly. Yeah, There's no other feeling. About, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Toppings. I would, I would, you know, you just turn down sex for pizza, of course. You toppings. Just, yeah. What kind of toppings are you rocking with? <laughs> Stop saying yeah. it like that, Q. Pepperoni. Oh, toppings. You know? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Extra cheese on that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Very interesting. 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 Stories in New York City. Very that was a great transition. Segway. Thanks for digging out of that, Ted. Segway. I appreciate it. Oh, man. Who, who wanna who wanna spark this bitch off? Cause this has been a crazy episode. We're back with vengeance, nobody, bro. If nobody else is ready, I can start us off. Big day, cute, interesting. Cops were chasing two suspects for suspects. Said that said that weird. Let me restart. Cops were chasing two suspects for drug-related crimes. The two fled inside of a bodega in the Bronx. Ring, ding, ding, ding. I got oh, you. Oh, he put the piece on you, bro. I got you. Yeah. Ooh. Got you. Continue. I'll try Keep to find going. something. Keep but going. yeah. Fucked you over. Uh, that was my uninteresting. That was your uninteresting. I love when that. I love when that happens. Bro. That's great. Continue. Yes. Yeah, so they run right. into the bodega. So they run into the bodega. The chasing bo- who though? They were chasing. They were chasing two men. Did they, the, the article said there were pot smokers, so that's the funny oh, part. Oh, they said pot smokers. <laughs> they were chasing pot, pot smokers. smokers. Okay. <laughs> they were smoking pot. NY, New York Post. So oh, okay. I got mine from the Eyewitness News. Yeah. Is, is this interesting? You're interesting? Yes. So, All right. Now, here's the twist. Okay. Here's the twist, right? They chased the guys into the bodega, and they, like, they're searching for the dudes or whatever. They go into the basement, and there's a 49-year-old dude just tied up to a pole in the basement. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, completely unrelated. Yeah. Yes, in the Bronx. This is on I think it, damn, I didn't put it down. Wait. But it was on um They're chasing a dude. Wakefield. Police are chasing a dude. He runs into a bodega. He go he goes downstairs. They go into downstairs the basement. into the basement to find the dude yeah. and they find a completely separate dude. <laughs> dude tied up in the basement. Yeah. He was he was kidnapped a week ago. He lives like a few blocks down from the bodega. Yeah. Four dudes just like just ran up, kidnapped <laughs> his ass and like beat his ass and And brought him to this bodega deli yes here uh, and they arrested the someone right they... yes they arrested a woman um orinthia gifford uh she lives in the building and for some reason she's supposed to be like connected to the men somehow so they arrested her and i but guess but the like, men weren't there and charges. and the fact no, they, they escaped the men escaped they're looking for a guy that works in the bodega also uh his name is richard millwood so i'm saying the people who are responsible for this have to have worked at the deli, right? Because they I have they have them in the basement. How else are they going to be in the basement without like access to this deli? Well, so the only person oh. I would I would have went up to the cashier like, hey, um, why is there What's somebody up with tied the dude up? There's in the a basement? situation. They're like, oh, the situation that y'all just came here. No, no, it's something separate. There's somebody <laughs> tied up in your fucking basement right now. Yeah, I have no idea how that works, but all right, interesting. <laughs> The dude, Richard Millward, 
Millwood works at the bodega. Okay. So they're looking for him. So yeah. chances are he probably like ran out of there since he saw the cops. Yeah, that's what Once I'm the saying. cops went into the basement, he probably bounced. He said, Oh shit. Oh, yeah, so imagine like the there. owner that yeah, I don't know. He he went down there. <laughs> you tied him up. I can go down there, my niece. There I can go, mine. my niece. <laughs> my niece. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting, Q. Oh my god, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Gil, Gil thought that was uninteresting. Just, what kind of life do you have where that's just, uninteresting to you? So, all right. Well, if that was uninteresting, this is good. Get a pillow. This okay. Is fucking well, rock your ass asleep. <clears throat> uh, so, do you guys like trees? I'm like, assuming so. I love trees. Now check this out. Uh, if you're a homeowner, you get to save some money on your trees now because the city is no longer charging you for your trees uprooting the ground when they grow. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, Wait, so you know how okay. like the your tree roots when they grow, they like crack the ground and screw up the sidewalk or whatever? Yeah. Oh, okay. If you are a homeowner, you paid for that. Okay. Right? They're like, you're responsible for this trait because you're responsible for this land. Yeah, for the most part. So the city pretty much went back on that and they're like, all right, look, that's not like, that's not going to be a thing anymore. We'll pay for the damages to the trees because, I mean, that only fucking makes sense. So they're pretty much saying, oh, we're not going to charge you for something we shouldn't have been charging you for in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. Uninteresting. Uninteresting. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, dude. Yeah, so instead of charging you, we charge all of New York. <laughs> oh, even more Yay. uninteresting. Yay. <laughs> now we all have to pay for it. Cool. Yes. The distribution of uh, responsibility. All right, I guess I'll go next. Yeah, I'm just looking so for an uninteresting. So. My um, uninteresting, I actually sent to you if you have yeah, a yeah. Um, little clip of it, a little news clip. The news clip says it all. It's painfully uninteresting. A little clip so, um, If you guys think it's interesting, it'll also say something about you. I'm just saying that ahead of time. Let's get the audio on this. This is uninteresting. It's muted. I'm in Flanders, New York, and this Flanders, New York. First of all, is the big duck. <laughs> this is I'm the big Flanders, duck. I'm in Flanders, New York, and this is the big duck. It's a big duck. It's just a big statue of a duck that you can go inside. It's a gift shop or something like that. It's, a... it's the big duck. See, they're doing a lot of B-roll shots of this fucking duck, and I'm painfully uninterested. This is Flanders. It is a hamlet of the town of Southampton. We don't All have right, zip code. That. We don't have. <laughs> fucking Long Island, motherfuckers. That's wait. Flanders is in no Long it's, Island. It's like Flanders. Queens, Long Islandish, getting out there. People with no fucking life. Yeah. Nothing. They have nothing. They have the big duck. They yeah. They made this duck. For it to be something that they have. I want to defense this <laughs> duck now. So I feel like I'm shitting on their town. What the hell? But wait. The but... big duck. And I like how they make it look like it's like a thing. Like it's been a thing for a long time. They've got pictures and postcards of the duck. And this is the big duck. You know, <laughs> Flanders is such a small place that they don't have a zip code. They don't have a bank. They don't have a grocery store. But they what? do have a big duck. But they have a big duck. They have nothing. They literally have nothing. Yeah. I was joking. No, I you they were had correct. At least, but they know they have nothing. It's called Flanders, so <laughs> you know, no, it's twenty all they feet have tall. Is the big duck. Yeah, no, and this is their pride and joy, and you're shitting on it right now. Oh so, hope right. you're happy. All right, apologies to Flanders, New York. I didn't know all you had was, was the, the big, big duck. Yes, the big duck. So, 
uninteresting. It's twenty Poetry. feet tall. It's twenty thousand pounds. I mean, do you care to know the rest? It was built from wood and concrete in nineteen thirty one by a duck farmer named Martin Moore. Is it big? Uh what you mean? It's twenty feet tall, it's twenty thousand pounds. Okay. Is it a duck? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's also a, a duck. It's it's um, and it, it does blew. not quack, so is it a duck? Let's move if on. it does not quack, is it a duck? It's a philosophical <laughs> question. Oh God! Um, yeah, That's terrible. so I mean, they have farms that produce uh, roughly 7.5 million ducks annually. So. That's what they do have. They got a lot of fucking ducks. Uh, moving on ducks. to my interesting, right? The big duck, uninteresting. Um, there is a there was a baby born recently on 9/11. Um, and is the 9-11 miracle baby. So, it's a baby uh, called 9-11? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's a baby uh, born on September 11th, weighing 9 pounds and 11 ounces, uh, ounces and he was born at 9-11. <laughs> p.m. Hey, look what? at that. What are the yeah. odds? So we did a lot of talk about 9-11 today. People mourn on his birthday. That is that's, such a... That's that really... That your whole existence revolves around those three numbers, 9 and 11. Yeah, her whole existence. Well, no, two numbers. Imagine 7-11 and you just like, one. well, your birthday's a gas station. True 9-11. All right. No, 7-Eleven. Uh, separate yeah. thing. What? That was a completely separate thing. <laughs> this is interesting, damn it. You're not yes. going to fucking make it seem like this is boring, okay? Her daughter was born on September 11th at 9-11 p.m., and it was 9 pounds and 11 ounces. That That's just interesting. pure serendipity. Yeah. Cure, uh, and so being that it's so relevant that we talked about 9-11 so much today. The husband's, hold hold it, honey. You're almost there. Yeah. Nine, how did this happen? 59, yeah, right. Did they coach it? She yeah. was scheduled for a C-section at 9 p.m. And, and the rest was history. You know? Mm time was rolling on they called it at you know when the baby came out they like, scheduled for a c-section so they, they actually like dipped in and then pulled the best like wait yeah, wait yeah. wait you know, you know just, if you want to wait a minute here we can make a we can, we can really make, make headlines you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah we can we can kill this this Pop. is gonna be crazy 9 11 pulling out yeah get it pull it yeah i mean they wanted to you know, a lot of stuff happened. Like on, on uh, right after that, hours later, the Mets would finish off a nine, uh, a nine to zero win. You know, who the fuck cares Do about that game. part of it? Right. <laughs> More serendipity. It's nine zero. It's not nine eleven. <laughs> but they scored uh, having nine runs and eleven hits. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, okay. See? That's what I'm okay. in a, in a that, stunning event. It. So that's what's up. That's you know, a lot of things happen. Nine mm-hmm. eleven, terrible day, but terrible look, day. we're bringing but it back. We're bringing those numbers back positively. <laughs> mm. uh, All right. So shout out to that forget. baby. Never we're good. I can finish this off. Yes, finish this off, Gil. We're Pause. Good. All Pause. right. This is the most um, so I'm starting. Ever. Yes, I'm starting with my interesting here. My Here's the headline. Theft of seven slot machines in Queens may be linked to an illegal gambling scheme. So four men raided a Queens apartment this week and ripped off seven slot machines from a home, which cops were probing as an illegal gambling operation. So here's the picture. So there is a fucking house in Queens that people had real fucking slot machines in that got robbed. That's Shannon getting home. Um, they got robbed. 
So what the fuck though? What people are going Wait. to some random ass house? So and they fucking... found they found all these slot machines in a guy's house in Queens, and then robbed it. Yeah, 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 and robbed them, and robbed. But them. And the, the police, police were no, them. the police were probing it already. Police yeah. had cameras already in it, like watching the place and oh, they it already out. knew what was going down. Yeah, but then like oh shit, and well, they fuck. caught a robbery. They caught a robbery. They got two crimes. Yep. Two so now they're looking one. for the four people that robbed. The seven or so fucking slot machines and stole them out the house. Now, how did that even happen? Somebody ran their mouth. They're like, yo, we got some slot machines at the crib. For for robbery or is it like an extra crime because of a slot machine? You robbed a robber. Maybe. Yeah, but gambling is completely illegal in the city anyway. But imagine going to like someone's house. Like any of these fucking houses we say outside going in and just like people smoking and fucking slot machines. Wait, so this was actually a legal operation. They just had their own little thing going on. They bought some slot machines. Yeah, completely underground fucking just... Underground casino. Yeah. Why were they being monitored then if it's legal? No, no, it's illegal. It's illegal. It's illegal to have your own thing. You have to to have like a permit or something. Well, just say gamble gamble in the city. Oh, I thought you said it was legal to gamble in the city. Okay. Um, well, yeah, that is, that's, that's your interesting? Yep, that Pretty was Pretty interesting, I'd interesting. say. That's interesting as hell. They got fucking slot machines. I didn't even know underground casinos were a thing. Yeah, you hear that. Like, I used to think that was like a Chinatown I thing. I think I have only. heard that, yeah. It's like people going to gambling dens and shit. Hmm. Um, so, here's my uninteresting. Oh, to close um, us off. A beautiful fucking episode. Men, man hears gunfire, then realizes he's, he's hit in bizarre Bronx shooting. Um... I got it. I, I put this here because it just amazingly starts like this. It says, a Bronx man enjoying his afternoon stroll heard gunshots and looked down in surprise to realize he was shot in the leg. And broad- Doesn't that happen when you're just shot? It, it's just anyone really hmm. like expecting to be shot? So he's like, I, hmm, I looked down and, oh, I've been shot. And he, he must have been really calm in that moment. Because <laughs> yes. I'm trying to figure out the, the reason why I laughed when you first said it. Because I just literally pictured that. I'm like, hmm, is that gunshots? Um, yeah. My leg feels weird, though. Exactly. That's Wait. what I'm picturing Wait. here. <laughs> oh, they're shooting. Oh, snap. They're shooting. Am I? Am I? Oh, oh I was oh, shot. God, shot. I- no, I feel like immediately you'd be like, oh my god, I think I got shot. His wound was not life-threatening, um, so it was just like... But yeah, no, there was a bullet in him. Oh and, my gosh. Um, it was in his leg. Yeah. Dude, you got shot. How did you not feel that? Life-threatening that, I, I don't not. figure out which in which way you wouldn't feel that. Maybe you feel like you got hit, stung by a bee or something. Maybe. Maybe like, he got shot in his how, calf. I'm yeah. pinching myself. There's no like. Yeah, you feel spot. that, right? I feel all of it. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's, that's um, but if anyone knows, uh, wants nah, to know where but... it happened, it happened at 167th. Um, <laughs> Stay away from there. <laughs> yeah, in Morrisania, so in the Bronx here. Yeah, if anybody wants uh, to know, don't go over there. You might get shot down. You might, you might get, get shot, shot in your shot. leg. Exactly. Not that you would know. But other things <laughs> you need to watch for are, of course, that door closing behind you. Oh, back oh, up. Beautiful episode, yeah, fellas. Yeah, it's ending here, so watch your head. Back up. Watch your hair. Watch it all. Mm-hmm. Move your back. And we'll be back in maybe week. two weeks, one week. We'll figure it no, out. We'll on, try it. All right, it. let's go. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Get your bag. Bye.